Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 and welcome to Grand Prix Sunday, the final triple Grand Prix Sunday of the year as it is the final F3 race. It's so sad to see it go. It seems so early because F2 and F1 are going on to uh, Abu Dhabi, the final race of the year. But yeah, uh, F3 stopping now, the final European race of the year. It'll be sad to see them go because it's been really quite enjoyable, the F3 this weekend. Um, before we get into all things F3, firstly make sure you subscribe because we'll have coverage of the F2 and the F1 later on today. But yes, the F3, normally we start by talking about the sprint race on the Saturday, but today we have to start by talking about qualifying on Friday, because it was in qualifying that we saw our Formula 3 champion for 2023 crowned, and it was Gabriel Bortoletto. Uh, he needed either Aaron or Mini, not Mini, sorry, Marcy, to not claim pole for him to become champion, and in what was quite a mess of a qualifying session, Neither of them got pole, so Borsaletto became champion as they did not claim the points needed uh, to keep the championship hopes alive. So there you go. Gabriel Borsaletto claiming pole position, not claiming pole position, becoming champion uh, uh, on Friday as his teammate Oli Gerfer claimed pole position. In what was quite a disappointing session, really, Oli Gerfer claiming pole position, but then crashing with 10 minutes to go in qualifying, that brought out a red flag. And despite there being 10 minutes left in the session, the session was not resumed. So we didn't really get to see the true fast pace of a lot of guys, which put them out of position for the rest of the weekend, and really um, just handed the, the championship to Bortoletto. Not that he didn't deserve it, because of course he does deserve it from what he's done all over the year, especially this weekend in both races, Bortoletto was fantastic. But yeah, a bit of a disappointing ending to the championship, but still, some great stuff that happened uh, this weekend as we get into the sprint race. Um, and Hitech and uh, Roden Carlin were disqualified because they changed their tyres in qualifying. And that broke the F3 Park Ferme. So they're at the back. We have Colopento on pole. Uh, Mary Boyer alongside for the F3 sprint. And Boyer was able to lead straight away. Aaron, Paul Aaron spins and crashes in the chicane on lap one. Paul Aaron, who was one of the championship contenders coming into this, really had a bad weekend. Uh, Barnard and O'Sullivan, uh, they're making some good moves at the back. Uh, but there's the safety car is out because Pepe Marti is out. So even if Marti or uh, Aaron had managed to get pole position, they were both out in the sprint race, making sure that Bortoletto was 100% champion. So they were also the two drivers at that time battling for P2 in the F2 championship, in the F3 championship, but uh, no points from the sprint race for either of them. It turned out Aaron had a puncture at the start, and he spins and he hit multiple cars in the chicane, including uh, Marty. Now um, Boyer, who was leading the race here on the safety car restart, waited until literally the final second. You, you don't want to go too early in Monza because it is just that big, long straight where you're going to give everyone the toe and you are just a kind of a sitting duck. So either you have to go early and try and catch the person behind you napping or 
wait until the very last second and go there and try and get as uh, small a toe to everyone else as possible, which is what Boyer did here. We've had a few safety cars in F3 this weekend, so we've seen lots of different uh, attempts at the safety car restart, but Boyer did a good job here. The main winner, though, from the safety car restart was Zach O'Sullivan, who went from P7 to P4 in one straight. Uh, there is a penalty, though, for Kyle Collette, 10-second penalty, for causing the collision at the start because he hit uh, Aaron, who gave him the puncture, which led to him hitting everyone else. Uh, Mansell and Borsaletto going at it for P7. That's on lap 6. Um, Mansell and Borsaletto having this battle, and then they find Solov in front of them, and they just both get past him as well and continue their battle like he was never even there. It was fantastic stuff. But then Borsaletto passes Mansell up to P6. Borsaletto has had a great weekend. Like, I, at times this year, have been quite down on Borsaletto because he wasn't like the exciting drivers that I normally quite like, the more aggressive drivers who are making these big moves. But he's done an interview this weekend where he's been like, this weekend I can just kind of be more of me. Whereas normally I've been thinking about the championship and being a bit more careful. This weekend I can just go out there and have fun. And oh my god, Borsaletto, when he's out there and having fun, he's been fantastic to watch this weekend. In the sprint and the feature. More of this, Gabriel Borsaletto. I imagine you'll be in F2 next year. More of this, please. It's fantastic to watch. Now, Gertha goes from P10 to P8 on the main straight. Great stuff from him. Colapinto then takes the lead of the race. Uh, Saucy and O'Sullivan hit while fighting for uh, P3, and that opens up Borsaletto to take P3. Tommy Smith has a puncture near the back, and he's hit by Caelan Fredericks. This is on lap 11. Boyer retakes the lead on lap 12. Then Colapinto retakes the lead on lap 13. We have Barnard versus O'Sullivan for P4 on lap 14. Then there's a 10-second penalty, though, for O'Sullivan for causing the collision before, and a 10-second penalty for Fredericks for also causing a collision. Borsaletto gets on the back of Boyer now for P2 on the final lap, uh, and Borsaletto is forced onto the grass as he's making his overtake round turn three, but still gets past him to take P2. Colopenzo wins the sprint race, Borsaletto gets P2, and Mary Boyer finishes off the podium in P3. Fantastic sprint race here uh, for the F3 guys as we go into the feature race, the final race of the year. Really good stuff around Monza. Um, just really good overtaking all the time. Like, it's great to watch the evolution of the F3 guys this year. If you go back and watch some of my F3 videos from the start of the year, you'll hear me go like, oh, it's a bunch of kids in uh, <laughs> these really fast cars. They haven't got a clue what they're doing. They're all spinning out and crashing. And, like, if you watch their last few races, they've all been pretty much perfect. So, yeah, there's still crashes. Yeah, there's still incidents. But they're more closer related to just a normal racing incident than just some of the ridiculous stuff we saw at the, we saw at the start of the year. Like, all the grids, their talent has evolved so much. I think, like, across the grid, every, all the drivers should be really happy with what they've achieved this year in F3 because they've all come along so well. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of them go up to F2 next year. I imagine quite a few of them will. And that'll be great to watch. There's been the rumours this uh, morning that uh, Mercedes fella who they've got in karting is going to be skipping F3 to go into F2. And he might have to compete with, what's his name? Is like Kimi Antolotti or something like that? I, I might not be right on that, but apparently he's uh, skipping F3 to go F2 next year. So he'll be quite interesting to watch. But anyway, the F3 feature race of this morning, the final race of the F3 calendar. 
Now, this one was weird before it even started. So we had Oli Gerfer on pole with Kyle Collis alongside after that mess of qualifying. They do their formation lap, but then Oli Gerfer pulls across the grid and parks at the pit exit before the start of the race. Now, the green flag goes at the back of the grid to start the race, but they have to cancel it. I don't know why the green flag went. Um, they do another formation lap. Gerfer's complaining that his throttle's broken. Um, it seems like it broke when he was doing his burnouts on the way to the grid, which I've never seen happen before. It was a really strange thing. There's another formation lap, but Caelan Fredericks stalls on the grid, so I had to push him into the pit lane. So now, Kyle Collett has inherited Paul, and Paul Aron has inherited P2. Um, but let's, So then we get the race starts. Kyle Collett gets a really good start, actually, really good. And then it was Johnny Edgar who's on the back of Paul Aron straight away. Um, but then... Aaron gets passed not just by Edgar, but also by Bortoletto, who is on one again. Uh, Colapinto is out at the start. This brings out the first safety car of the feature race. Um, then on the restart on lap six, Bortoletto, who is sat in P3, messes it all up into turn one, goes down from P3 to P6, then into the second chicane, he gets pushed out onto the gravel, and then goes down to P9, and has to fight his way back up again. Uh, Gregoire Saucy has a puncture, and he is off. This brings out the second safety car of the day. Um, so while Bortoletto was fighting and messing up into turn one, what we didn't actually see, and didn't get shown in any replays, was that Johnny Edgar took the lead of the race. Uh, but when we have another restart, Kyle Collett uh, retakes the lead, but then Edgar takes it right back into, in on lap 9. Really fierce battle for the lead throughout the entire feature race. It was great stuff from these two. Um, Barnard, though, has an incredible... Um, I don't know what I've written there. He did an incredible something. Incredible move around Fornaroli. There you go, I've read it now. Great move from Barnard across Fornaroli. Gabriele Mini, who was kind of nowhere this race, he's been one of my favourite guys this season to watch, but I think due to the mess of qualifying, he was just massively out of position and couldn't really fight back at all. Um, he forced another drive off the track. He got a five-second penalty for that. Then something really ha weird happens with Fornaroli. Uh, the commentators say he has a puncture. He's going really slow, loses a load of positions, then three corners later, he's just fine and back to normal. I think it was some kind of maybe like a brief power issue or something. I don't really know what happened there. Kyle Collett takes a lead into lap 12. Then on lap 13, Johnny Edgar takes a lead again. Uh, Montoya is out. That brings out, is that the third safety car? Yeah, third safety car of uh, the race. On the restart, uh, O'Sullivan is really fast, gets past... Um, Collette then gets past Edgar to take the lead. Then Edgar takes the lead again one corner later. Then Pepe Marti is out. This brings out another safety car. The fourth safety car of the race. Ito Cohen is out as well behind the safety car. And it's going to be a one-lap shootout for the end of the F3 season. But Johnny Edgar goes really early on his safety car restart and leaves everyone else napping, builds a really good gap. Uh, Zach O'Sullivan, he's under, he's got some great defending, but he was under a lot of attack from Kai Collett. But yeah, great defensive driving from Zach O'Sullivan. He actually pushes um, Kai Collett into, well, not into uh, Barnard, but kind of into the path of Barnard, and Barnard is able to get past him. So in the end, though, Johnny Edgar crosses the line first and wins. Zach O'Sullivan takes P2, and due to Zach O'Sullivan's defending of Kai Collett, Taylor Barnard is able to get past him, and Taylor Barnard finishes off the final podium of the F3 season.
which means that Prima are the uh, Constructors' Champions, and Zach O'Sullivan takes P2 in the F3 standings. Incredible stuff coming into the race, having, will it be Paul Aaron? Will it be Pepe Marcy? No, it will be Zach O'Sullivan. There you go. That is the end of Formula 3 for 2023. My star of Formula 3 for this weekend has to go to... Gabriel Bortoletto, as I said, he was absolutely fantastic. When he was not thinking about the championship, I actually think he became a much better driver. I know there's this whole argument about people who are in championship battles about how they shouldn't be as aggressive, they have to be looking out for the year and blah, 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 blah. If Bortoletto had driven like this all year, he would have won it a couple of races ago. He was fantastic here. Really, really impressive stuff. Wow. So there you go. That is Formula 3 for 2023 done. Incredible season for everyone there. Really enjoyable stuff. I look forward to seeing what we have next year in Formula 3. And I imagine a lot of these guys won't be here because they'll be getting promotions up into Formula 2. Which should be great. So, for the rest of the day, we'll have the F2 very soon. That's on in about half an hour as I'm recording this. So the video will be out pretty soon. Then this afternoon we'll have the F1. So we'll have all the coverage of that. Then driver ratings for F1 uh, tomorrow. So make sure you subscribe. I'll see you there. Until next time, goodbye.